0: Hi and welcome to The Expansive Podcast. This is Eric Kruger coming to you from my home office in Joburg where I've been stuck for the past few months. I have not moved. Uh, Same wolf in the background, uh, same mic that I'm speaking on, same position that I'm sitting in for (laughs) for what's been an eternity. Uh, And of course on the other side of the mic on my screen is Mr. John Sane. John, how are you doing brother?
1: um wonderful thank you eric uh good to see you good to hear with you from you not from you with you i guess listening and talking with you um I, i'd like to change your term of home office to home studio because mm-hmm. that's what it's become really it's our home offices have become our studios i've been Very seeing much. so many people post pictures of ring lights and mics and it's now an obvious you know it's almost like obviously you must have a ring light. I mean, yeah. what sort of what sort of neanderthal are you that you don't even use a mic exactly yeah <laughs> so, yeah it does feel like an eternity and i think that we still here for a bit to come i am being very very invoked with jealousy seeing some of my friends from dubai and greece on holiday and italy and Ibiza, mm. and i'm like oh my god that is going on out there but uh, it is what it is here in south africa we can't leave yet so our airports are, are are not really open to much international travel. So we are here until the end of the year at least. So uh, yeah, making the best of it. Eric, I know you've been incredibly busy uh, writing, speaking, running Think Weeks. Uh, what's going on on that front?
0: Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I actually took last week off totally. Uh, well, I, I tried to. I ended up saying that I sort of got it right for about sixty percent of the time. Yeah, because that's good. you know that's the reality as well. Like you just you open up your PC. Um, and it doesn't matter what you try and do; you kind of find your way back to work in some way, you know. Yeah. And also because of the, I think we we're very fortunate in that um, our work overlaps with the things that we are really interested in. Yeah. So even if I'm if I'm trying to read for leisure, I, like in the back of your mind, you're still going, "Oh, this will be good for a talk. Oh, let me summarise this. Let me bring it." Yes. So uh, so anyway, so I tried to take a bit of time off just to relax, and this week kicked back into full gear doing uh, about. Four to five weeks of Think Week coming up, you know, so it's going to be insane yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, but it's been really good. It's been really good. My parents are actually here, um, seeing them for the first time in about six months, because wow. obviously, like they they stay in Cape Town, we're in Joburg, so they only uh, managed to travel recently. So they're here for with for about a week. Um, what's been happening on your side? Signing a ton of books. That's that's what I've yeah. been seeing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, all of a sudden, there's been a flurry of book orders. I got a, a 70 book order, 200 book order, and I'm obviously bringing up my new book. I'm mm. finishing writing that as well with my team. And uh, you're also doing uh, future preparedness masterclasses, setting up a school of modern wisdom, running these sort of online courses, recording. you are been incredibly busy. And I think we were saying offline together is that, thank goodness, we are so very busy, both of us, but we are working maybe three times harder for mm. a half the money and that's great because i think in the time of winter we must realize it's good to be a minimalist it's good to um uh, save some of your nuts for uh, <laughs> when i say nuts i mean squirrels when they eat nuts i should have given <laughs> context there i think we um, all got it uh, but thank you for yeah, clarifying okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah all of a sudden i realized in my head i was thinking squirrels but i said nuts <laughs> So I think it's good. Yeah, thank goodness we are in this space. And uh, I want to say thank you to everybody that's been um, posting and uh, about our podcast and also asking us questions. And today we're going to run into one of the questions from Joe from Dubai who works for Standard Chartered. I spoke for Visa in Budapest. Um, Feels like 3,000 years ago now, but I can't remember, like a year ago, I think. And uh, Standard Chartered were there. And uh, obviously, Joe and I somehow connected. And ever since Joe has been uh, sharing our stuff and uh, being a big fan, so big shout out to Joe. Thank you so much for always sharing our stuff. And one Mm. of the questions that Joe came up with, we thought were theme for today's session. Um, She was speaking about the fact that many people are suffering from a lot of mental illness through this process. And it would be great for us to share some of the things that we have done uh, in order to be able to be more emotionally fit and to be focused on creating rather than the past or Mm. suffering from some sort of victimhood. So we thought it was a great topic to jump into because we think the modalities that you expose yourself to obviously put you either in a place of excitement or keep you in a place of anxiousness and worry and anger. So yeah, mm. that's gonna be the theme for today. Eric, what do you think? Your that's
0: thoughts? Great. Yeah, I think you can kick us off because you had a, a nice big list of things that you that you were talking about um, that you've gone through and I'll, I'll add into it as we go. But I think what's what's gonna be interesting about this episode is that it's really about the more practical side of things that you can go and do. Because very often we think of self-development or personal growth or evolution as like this this process of consuming new information, you know, that it's about reading new things or listening to new podcasts and and ensure that like that ultimately builds into who you are. But ideally what you want to do is you want to like actively work on those sort of inner processes. And very often the best way to do that is in the presence of other people. So through whatever modality you might want to use. So I think you can kick us off, start taking us through the list and and, uh, let's see where we go with that
1: great you know i love what you just said because i think you say it often and i've actually been using it um is that we shouldn't look at information in glances we should be sitting with information and actually mm-hmm. ingest digesting it uh, infiltrating it uh, practicing it wording it exercising it it's like it, you know it's like watching an aerobic class i mean aerobic i'm showing my age but it's watching a fit class or whatever it is on uh on youtube and then hoping to be fit Mm. that's not gonna happen and that's what happens with self-development I, when I read this book and I watched this video and I did this podcast I'm shocked uh, no
0: yeah because
1: <laughs> yeah. I even know with Joe <laughs> Dispenza stuff is that most people say to me "Yo, oh, I've done these meditations once or twice so I've listened to some of his YouTube clips but i have been honest with you I mean I've been for three meditation retreats with him. I do two hours of meditation a day and even this morning, I was like, oh, my God, there was a new way for me to meditate. I found new angle mm. into it this morning. So it's a continuous process. And I think we fool ourselves by dipping our fingers into certain things and then thinking, okay, that's affected me. The mm. ultimate result of all this work is that you find yourself in a fluid, seamless, optimistic mindset for 90% of the time. I think for me that's fitness, emotional mm. fitness. So. If you go for a run with somebody or you go on a cycle or something like that and you can't keep up because you can't get your breath to stabilize, you're physically unfit. So what do you do? You eat better, you train more, actively involved in your physical well-being. And so on an emotional level, running out of air is being anxious or sweating profusely and not being able to keep up with the crowd or with your running crew is you suffering from anger
0: or Mm. whatever
1: the case may be. And all of these traumas that sit inside our beings only come to the surface when we have time to think about them, when we feel safe inside a relationship, or when the world is going upside down like it is now. So these traumas sit within us. And so what we have to do is practice in a process of continuation on an ongoing basis, this process of self-development, self-reflection, and recalibration of what we are who we are and how we come to the world mm. so let's start can, off can, with can i quickly talk, say something yeah. just before you yeah, jump yeah, in
0: yeah. is that sure. you know we often don't make time for it because we don't think it's that important because making money is more important right like um yeah. doing the work is more important but it like it just so happens that the more you spend time working on what's happening for you inside the story that you tell yourself the your capacity to deal with negative emotions, to deal with stress, to be more resilient. The more you work on those things, ultimately they make you a better leader. They make you better at the work that you need to do. They help you in the process of becoming a master, you know? So it shouldn't be secondary on the list. Um, And I've had a, yeah, you know, like last week, so it's it's quite interesting because when my journey started was pure personal development. And then I kind of pivoted into this like business world, and it became all about leadership development and teams. And where I'm back now, it's like, actually, you know what? Personal development is, is, is what I do, is what I am. And if you want to be a better leader, go work on that. If you want to have better teams, go work on that. Um, I think we get so caught up, and I've, I've mentioned this, we get so caught up in the, the skills, the performance of leadership and team development, and we forget to come back to the core of what it needs to be, which is developing your character and that's ultimately personal development is developing the substance of who you are and that makes everything else better yeah so i
1: I think the thing is it's not even about being a leader eric it's about just being a better husband brother friend sister human just just a better fluid approach to life and i think you know i was on a i was on a ypo um talk the other day and the guy ended off the question. It was a really good interview, actually. He ended off the question. He said, what is it that everybody else believes is true and you don't think it is true? And I thought, good what question. a great question. And, and, mm. and I know, I, I mean, I, I, on the spur of the moment, I said, most of the world think the world is happening to them. But the truth is the world is happening through them. And that is a reality that many people don't want to take the responsibility of because it's too painful. There's mm. too much. Um, responsibility there to want to take on the fact that are you telling me that my lack of money is my fault, not the government's fault? Are you telling me that I can't find another job because I haven't done the work, not because corporations out there are greedy. And so that's a very difficult thing to want to take on. And, and you and I were talking offline and we're talking about how rich you are now. Just kidding. And we're talking about how much, you know, we're making money and we, 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 we finding ourselves in a buoyant place, um, both emotionally and financially, even though we're working a bit harder. But thank goodness, I mean, I'm happy to work harder. That's Mm. great. The fact that we have access to fluidity and money and and abundance in, in the way that we do shows that we have worked on these primary relationships in a very, very deep and meaningful way. And so I speak about primary and tertiary, right? Primary relationships are primary with self, relationship with self, and tertiary is your relationship with the world. In other words, your MBA, your degree, your corporate ladder, your car, all that crap. But really, at the end of the day, that only gets you to be accomplished and never really reach purpose. And purpose is where he's at. So let's mm-hmm. get stuck in. Because I think the first thing that I did when I started this process was join something called the Growth Club. And her name is Angela Deitchman And she put me into a group of eight humans that met every month for five hours for a year. And I love what you said there because you have to be witness to somebody else's growth and be witnessed. Mm. in your development and growth. And she worked us through a year of workshopping and unpacking that culminated in a weekend away where I have, don't think I've ever cried like that because it was such a release of emotional pain that I had with my bankruptcy because that was kind of what was happening back then. And the person that had orchestrated my bankruptcy, the, 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 the turn from resentment and fear and anger towards him to a release of not having that sort of pain inside me was the first ideation or idea I had that personal development would get me to be releasing of these characters that we project and reflect into the world. And I could have sat there being angry with this guy, but I got my place to I got myself to a place that now I call him a dark angel. And I see him actually here and there in Cape Town. And I have zero emotional tie to him because I was able to evolve through Mm. that through a year of workshopping around that sort of pain.
0: Yeah, that sounds great, dude. Um, And I mean, that's a, you know, five hours a month. Was that like in one go every single time?
1: Yes, yeah. It was like from eight in the morning to like one or two in the afternoon. And what was amazing is that she had a few of these growth clubs going, and I was the only guy with (laughs) seven women. And these were all middle aged women with wives and. I mean, with the husbands and kids, and and yes, what they were going through—hectic. And I think all of us have hectic lives. I think all of us have, you know, he did this to me, she did that, then he did this, and then she did that, and it was just amazing to witness all of those things. So, the first tip I have is join a group, join a coaching process, join mm. somebody. It gives you an opportunity to be witnessed, and also to witness because you learn a lot from people around you. And in those groups, they're always brought together in the most magical way. And the learnings Mm. are just
0: fantastic. Yeah. And I'd I'd echo that right back because I think that was my kind of first experience with um, not doing the work myself, but doing it in front of someone else was, was actually engaging in coaching. And obviously when Mm. I decided to start coaching myself, I, I thought, well, you probably need to be coached as well. Like you can't, you can't not have done that and gone through that experience. Um, and one of the biggest uh, takeaways for me from those sessions was always the fact that you you are very much resourced, like and resourceful. In that you kind of know what you need to do with your life, but very often it's kind of hidden between or beneath a lot of other thoughts, like fluffy thoughts, things that you need to kind of get rid of first. And speaking about it in whether it's a, a group coaching session, therapy session, coaching session, kind of helps you to unwind all of that and get to the real core of what you know to be true already and then to say well okay i've come to this realization myself what do i do with this uh so yeah i'm i'm on board with that
1: i think a a good benchmark there is whatever you're paying to the gym or to your personal trainer double it for your Mm. personal development double Mm. it because yeah. you, you prioritize that gym contract, what you wear at gym, your personal trainer, those things that you eat, the proteins, the schmoteins. Dude, double it. I, yeah. quite literally double it. And you'll start to see that you'll lose weight. It's mm. the weirdest thing because when your emotions are in the right place, you don't even need to worry about those things. You know?
0: <laughs> anyway, so... Personal that, development budget. Like, personal we think... Personal development budget
1: yeah. that should be doubled, yeah.
0: Have that because we tend to think that where do people spend their money when it comes to personal development books like that's it you know it's not enough like invest invest in the process cool number two yeah
1: second and i think only three would be enough for today but the second one is meditation and the practice of meditation needs to be taught learned integrated and shared there isn't Mm. something that you know people that say to me highly frustrate me actually they say to me, I-, I can't meditate. My brain's too busy. And my response is, Are you trying to say my brain's slow? Is that what you're trying to say? That indirectly, I'm stupid and you are very smart. In fact, it's exactly the opposite. Because if you can't manage the wild stallion that is your brain, you are the slave to it, which means that you're unfit with it. And guess what? It's not easy. It's not supposed mm. to be easy. It's supposed to be breaking through barriers, taking you from a beta and alpha brain states into a theta. That takes ten or fifteen minutes of focus, of concentration. And then when you're in there, you realize the bliss of golden, energetic resonance that you have within your being. And I, every single time I finish a meditation, I come out on the other side going, "Wow, I cannot mm. believe
0: how mm. different
1: I am. Cannot believe I'm stuck in that pattern of thinking." So. I've done meditation retreats with the Oneness University in India. They are available still to do. Um, they've had 250 million people go through their Diksha giving meditation process. So I've done seven-day silent meditation retreats with them. I've done a whole range of stuff with them. And then I went into my own sort of mindfulness meditation. And now I'm a Dr. Joe Dispenza student. And so meditation something that you must incorporate into your mind, into your life, It will make you a better, calmer, and more seamless human being on every level because your brain state determines your energy state it determines your body health. And if you can't manage that, you are really not taking the responsibility to show up and be better and to deal Mm. with the trauma.
0: Apart from this limiting belief that people have that says, you know, my brain is too busy. What else do you think prevents them from starting a meditation practice?
1: Time also not being good enough because it's hard so you know your first time you go for a run after you've never been for a run or maybe tried once or twice you are broken your knees are sore your legs this you can't breathe uh, because and then they give up well start mm. with two kilometers walk run walk run walk run just like meditation start with five minutes and then move it to 10 and then move it to 15 and, and look the goal of meditation is not to meditate better it's not to need to meditate ever mm. because you realize that the State that you get in meditation is what you want to have throughout your life, and the more of it you do in meditation, the more that you can bring back into your normal life.
0: Um, do you only do meditations from spins at the moment, then? Yes, okay,
1: because what he's done is he's designed these meditations to take you into theta, and in theta, it gets you to recreate your life. So, most other meditations just take you into theta, which it's by itself is fantastic, and I'm very happy mm. to stay in theta for as long as I can. But what he does want you in theta is help de- help you develop your new life, your new reality, and the new world you want to live.
0: Yeah. So I've also been doing that. You know, like I've been on the meditation train for sure, uh, maybe about like four or five years. And obviously, at the moment, I'm also uh, really only doing Joe Dispenza meditations. But you know, there's so many apps. I think these days, um, I was just looking at, through my phone. Like I, I have a ton of apps that I've downloaded over time that, you know, from time to time, like they, they might be a sort of an easier in for people than going to go do like a, a 30, like you, like you were saying, you know, like start it sort of kind of easy and ease yourself into it. And if you go and Google or, or go onto the Play Store and you go and find uh, meditation apps, there are just tons of them and they're all really good quality and they all have sort of two minute and four minute and six minute meditations to get you going. So uh, that's kind of where I think people need to start is like, Get 10 minutes under your belt. And then once you're ready for yeah. that, like go to the AM, PM meditation from Joe Dispenza. That's like 25 minutes long.
1: 25 minutes, yeah.
0: And then from there, there's a, a similar version minutes, that, yeah. that does an hour. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's okay to fall off the wagon. We were just saying like, I've been I've been bad for the past maybe week or two with it. Like it's
1: because you're rich, Eric. It's because you made so much <laughs> money. Now you're like, nah, I don't need that. I've
0: arrived, bro. <laughs> I'm <bawling>. Oh, Man, <laughs> you missed your, your vocation, you know. No uh, yeah, keynote yeah, yeah. speaker. Okay. you know, a stand-up comic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, look,
1: I, I like the fact that you don't deny that you're rich. But anyway, that's great. I never so, deny these things. Yeah. I mean,
0: I'd rather you put it onto me and speak it onto me than uh, for me yes, to deny yes, it. Yes. Why would I do that? Yeah. The universe is listening. Um, okay. Number three.
1: Yeah. Okay, number three, and I think the last one, and I think this is the reason I went from speaking it to meditating it to now my most powerful modality, and I've spoken to you many, many times around this, is our access to the intelligence of the plant world out there. Now, many of us don't realize that Mother Earth, the plant world, the symbiosis in nature, is so much more intelligent than any of us have ever given any time or respect to. Because when you really start to dive deep into the symbiosis of, of nature, and how for millions and billions of years it's evolved in its intelligence, and its understanding of how things work, we've come to realize that plants themselves carry an immense amount of wisdom. And then you move into the world of teacher plants. And teacher plants are well-known and well-documented that come from the shamanic practices of South America, as well as Central America, as well as even North America. And they seem to have an incredible level of access to our subconscious minds. Now, these are called ayahuasca, San Pedro, peyote, magic mushrooms. All of these are gateways that mother nature has gifted us with into our own subconscious patterning and blueprint uh, platforms. And so I cannot recommend this highly enough. I have Mm. bothered you and bugged you since I met you, Eric, and you'll go eventually, but when the calling comes, but realize something that you can talk about your issues till the cows come home and you won't access the depths of your subconscious. You'll have benefits, don't take me, of course you will, but the depth of benefit doesn't come until you go into your blueprint patterning. The second stage is meditation because that gives you access to a different version of you while you are awake and in a dream state. So that kind of like that middle ground. And then you do teacher plants, which then pulls you straight into your subconscious and you can travel to South America to do them. But I know there's shamanic work being done around the world right now. And please realize this is not drugs. This is not to escape Mm. your reality. This is, in fact, to go into your reality in the most profound way possible. And a lot of people say to me, "No, no, no, I don't want to deal with those things that are going to come up." Guess what? We've all got stuff. The Mm. longer you don't deal with it, the more it creates a perspective and a skewed future for yourself. Because I I use this often myself. Is this example of my dad and him being violent and not a cool guy to us and So my whole life, I hated him and expected every male to be as violent as he is, as he was. Sorry, I'm sure he's much better now, but as he was when I was younger. And what happened? I keep creating abusive alpha males in my life because subconsciously I was carrying a programming that alpha males are abusive. When I feel that, there's no abuse of alpha males around because my subconscious programming changed. Now, if I hadn't gone to Ayahuasca and San Pedro, if I hadn't gotten sick and if I hadn't cried and I haven't gone through that process, I would still be carrying that process that all men are abusive. And I would have never right. created the world that I have right now. So look, it's not legal in many parts of the world. And granted, that's, that is what it is, because I read a great meme the other day. It said teacher plants are not legal in the world for the same reason that North Korea has banned the internet. And I thought that was profound Mm. because what's happened is that everything that blocks your consciousness, alcohol, pharmaceuticals, sugar is legal. Anything that unlocks your subconscious, mushrooms, teacher plants, these things are illegal. Why? Because there's not this ability to want to allow you to develop this power within mm. yourself so they're still illegal. In 2020, people are still telling me as an adult what I can put into my body and what I can't. I mean, how dare you? I want to know yeah. what I, I can do, whatever <laughs> I want to <laughs> do with my body. You, tell me, you know, so teacher plants, do what you can to learn about them, engage with them, understand the intelligence of the plant world, and then dive even deeper into the teacher plant world. And I cannot, cannot, cannot recommend it enough. And you realize that the world's worst, most watched movie ever was an ayahuasca ceremony by the name of Avatar. Avatar is one full ayahuasca ceremony. And right at the end, they all pray to a tree called Mother Awa. And Mother Awa is Mother Ayahuasca, but they couldn't say it in the movie.
0: So I understand that her
1: intelligence is working through me and through anybody that's ever touched her and ceremonizes with her to help other people wake up and um, become the most expansive versions of themselves.
0: If you if you had to send people to one resource, is there something like that, that you would say like, go read this one thing or watch this one video apart from Avatar?
1: Look, I mean, there is so much out there that if you just Google ayahuasca or teacher plants or San Pedro, there's so much. I, mm. There isn't one resource. For me, it's if you're engaging with that information, I trust the right information will come to you. And I trust that because that's, that's mother ayahuasca. Her intelligence is so much deeper and larger than ours. We don't understand. You know, She, she vine, she's a vine uh, and a leaf that gets cooked together. And when I say she, she, there's a very predominant personality when you engage with those teacher plants. And it's a strict, loving mother where San Pedro is a, uh, a loving grandfather. And the way he teaches you is very different. And magic mushrooms are like your naughty cousins. They teach you through fun. So there's very different personality traits mm. within these plants. As you can imagine, mint is different to parsley and parsley is different to rosemary. They've all got different personalities because they bring different things to us. And teacher plants are exactly the same. But I think we should end it there.
0: Listen, I think that's been great. Um, I like the little uh, cascading ladder that you created. Uh, I didn't know you yeah. were going to go there, but that was good. So... Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. I think that's been great. I think there's still a lot that we can dive into um, regarding this topic, but I think it's a, a very good sort of uh, foray into this world. And the biggest thing to take away from the session is not about the specific modality that you use, but that you have to do something that it can't just be you sitting back, reading, uh, listening to podcasts, thinking on your own and thinking that that's enough. Like go and do something with other people, um, go and workshop it, go and actively participate in a course go and like find a thinking partner like those things are really important
1: yeah well said and if you think anybody needs to hear this episode please feel free to share it with them um, help us expand the message help the teacher plants reach more people help meditation expand in itself and let's all of us have a more fluid and abundant perspective on this world ciao till next time thank you bye